You are listening to an Elia Sword podcast. Episode 6, Ferocity. Written, illustrated and produced by Elia Sword. Did you go into shutdown again, Fro? Ferocity came back online and turned to see who had spoken to her. A small female bot smiled at her as she strode towards her through the racer's waiting room. She was painted aqua and bore the number nine on her chest. Maybe, what can I say? I'm running low on Cypronex again, said Ferocity. It's been a while, Blue Wire. What have you been up to since last season? I'm so glad you asked, said Blue Wire, her metal face lighting up with excitement. I actually took your advice, you know, about trying lots of different things. I've been experimenting with art. You? Art? said Ferocity, with a knowing smile. I thought you would have gone for something like tech support. With my track record on holograms? Not a chance, said Blue Wire, as she playfully nudged Ferocity. Well, as it happens, I have quite the creative neurotransmitter. Actually... Blue Wire's face fell as her sentence trailed off. She shifted her weight, and Ferocity could guess what she was going to say next. This will be my last season. Ferocity smiled at her and placed a comforting hand on her friend's shoulder. I'm so happy for you, she said. Congratulations on getting out of here. Blue Wire averted her gaze, her metal face showing her guilt. Fro, I promise I'll... (laughs) You actually thought we wanted to know your name! The shout drew Ferocity's attention to the corner of the room. There was a group gathered there that she recognised. In the centre of them was a bot painted red. He had amber eyes and a long face, his metal hair in three red spikes. "'Isn't that the newly made?' said Blue Wire. "'Yeah, but what is he doing here?' "'Oh, you didn't hear the news?' Ferocity shook her head as she turned to her friend with a look of surprise. Figures that you'd miss it. We were told earlier. He's been deemed talentless. Ferocity turned back to look at the group that were now pushing the newly made around between them as he cried out for them to stop. The group's taunting laughter hung in the air. She caught a glimpse of his chest, where the number 39 was freshly painted. Another bot a victim of their cruel system. She hated seeing newly maids and botlings thrown into the gruelling world that was the races, but she knew that she was powerless to stop it. None of them could. Ferocity clenched her fists before relaxing them again and marching over towards the group. Fro? You'll just end up as a pile of scrap! Why not just give up now? One of the bots taunted getting up in the newly made's face as he flinched to get away. Ferocity grabbed the racer's shoulder and wrenched him back. She pushed all of them aside and placed herself between them. She towered above them, and she glared at them as she crossed her arms. Leave him alone, Trailburn. Ferocity. Stay out of this. Trailburn was a polished gold, an irony for his dark core. You don't intimidate me, said Ferocity. I suggest you turn and walk the other way before I make you. As if you could, wingless, mocked Diode, 
one of Trailburn's friends. The whole room had gone deathly silent as the other racers watched the scene. Ferocity looked at the audience that had gathered and then back at the group. She couldn't help but think about the six empty sockets in her back, marking the place where her wings should be. Don't you dare! Blue Wire started. Leave it! Ferocity cut in. She turned back to the group. That was a low blow. You know, I didn't think kilowatts could get any closer to the ground. The group's face twisted in anger. Diode went to strike her when Trailburn stopped him, holding on to his raised fist. Don't! She'll crush you and she's not worth it, he said, as his friend wrenched his wrist out of his grasp. That's the first sensible thing you said in a very long time, said Frosty, as her face darkened. You might be the largest one here, but you don't scare me, said Trailburn in a low voice. You've only ever won once. You're hardly worth the effort of taking out of commission. Talentless at everything other than being a pain, it seems. Funny, that coming from a pest who is never even placed. There was a chorus of giggles from the racers, and Trailburn looked around frantically, visibly embarrassed. Ferocity smirked at him. Now, I suggest you leave before you make an even bigger fool of yourself, unless that's what you want. Tell me, how many times have I placed first in comparison to you again? Trailburn glared at her, looking her up and down for a moment before turning around and walking away, gesturing for his gang to follow. As they did, they all glared at her, one doing a false lunge in an attempt to get her to flinch. Ferocity only scowled at them. Once she was sure they had gone, she turned to the newly maid who was hiding behind her. She crouched down to meet his eyes. Are you okay? she said. The newly maid nodded. He was shaking. But if it was from the nerves or from what had just happened, she didn't know. He had scratches on his paint and small dents where the gang had pushed him around. She smiled and sat down on the floor next to him, resting a hand over her raised knee. She saw Blue Wire watching her, and she gestured for her to give her a moment before turning back to the newly maid. Don't listen to them. Trailburn is well known for being a jerk. I'm sure you'll be okay, she said. I'm Ferocity, but my friends call me Fro. She held out a hand to him, and he shook it. He didn't answer her. Instead, looking to the ground. Her core ached at the sight of him being here. So, what's your name? Why do you care? I can't just call you the newly maid, can I? The bot hesitated for a moment before answering. Livewire. My name is Livewire. Just Livewire. All right, just Livewire it is, said Frosty teasingly. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I mean, just Livewire, as in, there's no shorter version, said Livewire with a quiet laugh. Well, aren't I lucky to have such a smart bot here to correct me, said Ferocity. Livewire looked at her and smiled, but his hands were still trembling. Are you nervous, she said. Livewire's laugh trailed off, and his smile disappeared as he slid down the wall to the ground, pulling his knees close to his chest. M maybe a little, 
he whispered. Is it true what they said? Am I going to be terminated? Ferocity took a moment and thought about how to answer. She didn't want to lie to him, but at the same time, she didn't want to tell him that Trailburn's taunt was most likely true. She put a hand on his knee. That depends, she said with a forced smile. There are bots who have survived their first race. Everyone here in this room is living proof of that. Livewire averted his gaze. He didn't believe her. She didn't blame him. She wouldn't believe herself either. She watched as the other racers began congregating around the ramp that led to the track. She could hear the crowd above cheering, excited for the new season to begin. She felt Livewire's hand grasp her own, his fingers made of new metal that hadn't even begun to rust. He had a core that had had barely any time to beat, eyes that hadn't seen their wonderful world yet. It was then that she made a decision. Another newly made would not die here, not while she still functioned. Hey, you'll be okay. I'm not going to let anything happen to you, she said. Stick close behind me and do everything I do. I swear you'll finish this race functional. Livewire looked up at her, his amber eyes piercing her own. But won't you lose doing that, he said. The promoters and managers told me that winning is everything. Winning means nothing, not when so many are sacrificed in exchange. A siren suddenly blared in the room, and the racers all began making their way to the track. Ferocity stood up and went to help Livewire, although she more like hauled him to his feet rather than give him a gentle tug. He stuck close to her side as they joined the others in climbing the ramp. As soon as those lights turn green, you do everything you can to catch up to me. I'll slow down to make it easier for you, said Ferocity. Livewire only nodded in response. Don't focus on winning. Just survive. Diode yelled in frustration as he shattered the glass etched with the race's rankings. How the newly made her come second in his first ever race he would never know. Trailburn should have let him damage him. That way, he wouldn't have been able to compete. He took a swig of his Cypronex as he stumbled down the dark alley in the early hours of the morning. The after-party had been wild. Even if it was celebrating Ferocity's victory, it hadn't stopped him from indulging himself. Diode sang loudly to himself until he spotted someone at the end of the alley. He stopped as the figure walked towards him. Its movements jerked and jolted, and the sound of its straining gears pierced his audio receivers. It had an odd silhouette, and it was only when it passed under a street lamp did he recognise who it was. He tried to act somewhat sober as it passed him. "'Morning, Senator Zero,' he said, trying not to slur his words. The senator paused and looked at him. Diode squirmed under its gaze. Senator Zero looked down the alley and approached the broken shards on the floor, slowly picking one up and turning to him, pointing to it. Oh, yes, that was my fault. I, um, I was just frustrated at how I performed today, said Diode, awkwardly placing a hand behind his head. I should have taken that parlour scrap out when I had the chance. 
The senator looked at the glass, then slowly back at him, shaking its head. Diode thought that would be the end of it, and that the senator would move on. But it didn't. Senator Zero approached him and placed a hand on his head. Confused, Diode looked up. He froze. I saw what you did, it whispered. He suddenly felt his metal body crack. He screamed as they snaked across the surface until eventually he burst into a thousand fragments that were carried away by the wind, leaving only his core behind.